Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you how are you doing on this beautiful day? Paul, I'm good. You know how I'm doing. We've already been talking for twenty minutes. Yeah, but you know, our <laughs> listeners want to know how you're doing. Well, I was I was probably opened up by complaining. Nah, I, actually, I wasn't really complaining, but it's just been a long day. Technically, I woke up at 2 a.m. Eastern time. I was in Le Paris. Uh, I was doing a speech over there. And then, um, you know, it's been a lot of traveling. was on a, a long flight. Fortunately, it was business class. Business class is pretty cool. Oh, I think nice. It was my first time doing it. And what were you doing in uh, Paris? Um, this is kind of a podcast in itself. Um, no, not really. I'll, I'll make it as brief as possible. Um, basically... Facebook has been doing what are called accelerator programs for journalists all over the world. And it's trying to get them a little bit more acclimated with some more digital aspects of what they can be doing to like, you know, promote their content that they're doing and Mm -hmm. give them like kind of a chance to get in front of more people and going up against the big guys. So um, they're bringing people from all over the world to come and speak. And I talked about content marketing. I talked about some basics of SEO, some advanced SEO tactics, some paid tactics, and a little bit about uh, user experience and conversion for 50 French journalists for an hour. And it was nerve wracking because <laughs> not every single day you get in front of people in a foreign country, but we really good experience. Well, uh, uh, it sounds like a cool experience that you had there, and I'm sure we'll do a podcast about it. Um, sure. It's it's, stuff that you covered there. Yeah, you like public speaking, though, right? I mean, public speaking, oh. you know. Number one fear for uh, people pretty much across the world. Um, you know, it was good to kind of break out and do it outside every day. I do it. I think you really enjoy doing it, though, don't you? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think comfortable and enjoyed or enjoying it are, are two different things. But, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. But be for all of our listeners out there, we actually have a really, really great podcast tonight. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking about how to rank for near me searches. So if you've done any amount of research on the volume and the popularity of these terms, regardless of what industry that you're in, uh, you know, just take whatever it is that you're selling um, for your business. Uh, if it, you actually have like a brick and mortar business and type in that and near me and into a Google trends and go ahead and take a look at that. And you're going to see it be skyrocketing over the past couple of years. So it's so important. Uh, Google's so much better now at knowing exactly where you are. And that is what we're going to be covering today. So this is, are top five optimizations for ranking for near me searches. That was a good intro, Paul. Um, that was one thing you didn't mention you were going to say prior to starting is that you're absolutely correct about the Google trend and the, and the trend going up in near me. Uh, is that something that we looked at together or is that something I did in a blog like six months ago and we didn't talk about? I don't know. I, you know, I was just recently looking at some of them uh, just because I, I, I like to, to see where the trends are. Uh, I was looking at some just a couple of days ago and I was just like really amazed at the amount of increases for it. And it's still increasing now. So I think it kind of supports a little bit about what we've been talking about as far as uh, voice search. Um, Cause I think that ties in pretty well. I mean, we're not going to get too scatterbrained. We're going to hone in on these five things, um, but you can kind of see that link, you know, near me, Alexa, a Siri asking questions to a device. Yeah. So, so- there's several several reasons that you want to rank for these terms. The the biggest is, hey, it's going to make you money, but it's going to be used across different devices for, for search. So without further ado, let's break down into the five spot 
Ryan, go ahead and tell us what that is. We want to talk about structured data. If you ever want to reference a great podcast, like a truly great podcast, when we talk about uh, structured data, um, we did have a fantastic podcast, truly one of my favorites in a long time, including, well, anytime we had a an expert guest has been a good podcast, but Jeff Atkinson was fantastic with Huckabye. And um, that is a podcast dedicated strictly to structured data, but structured data definitely comes into play with what we're talking about now. We were reading um, multiple blogs, you know, and watching some videos. So I wanted to get an idea or a pulse what other people's ideas were of, um, you know, trying to optimize for near me. And I was kind of surprised that people don't talk about structured data that much, which is surprising because it's, just yeah, all this think, additional information you can give to Google. And I think I saw it in just one blog post out there. I, and it was I, from like two years ago. I find this alarming. Oh, well, we've been kind of gleaning this information from blogs that are really recent because the near me is kind of a recent phenomenon. Yeah. So, but um, we also know how to do it. <laughs> well, that's good too. So yeah, of course, we're not just like reiterating or regurgitating anything. We were just kind of just reinforcing, I suppose, what our stance was. Yeah, we just wanted to see if there was anything new out there too. You know, that's, you, got, you got to stay up to date. So structured data is surprising that a lot of people don't talk about it. I'd say probably one reason is people don't really get it still to this day. Um, but structured data, you know, has an entire fields and, you know, parts of the, the overall like code that dedicate to coordinates. So it's just like, you don't do that for their health. Google doesn't, you know, do anything, you know, implicit unless there's like a real reason. So, you know, depending on the category or the type of structured data you're using, um, I believe that there's an entire um, structure dedicated to location solely. Um, I'm not sure if that you necessarily have to use that one, but depending on your kind of business, um, you know, you're going to fill out, you know, your your business name, the URL, hours, like some of those general things. And then there's definitely dedicated fields specifically to like latitude and longitude. So you have to surmise that is for a reason. That's right. There's also some things that you can do that maybe are a little outside of the box than what you're thinking. Um, so it's not always just like, hey, marking up latitude and longitude or putting in Wi-Fi coordinates or whatever. Uh, some of it is like, Hey, if you're hosting a local event, um, that's just like one more thing that you can tell Google that like you're a local business and you're in this area. So that's like another thing that you can like take advantage of that a lot of people really don't. Yeah. Um, we're, we're both looking at that particular example. Can you get, can you walk through real briefly, like what you see and what people can kind of be looking out for when they, they're, you know, thinking about this featured event? Uh, schema or structured data markup? Yeah, I mean, it's just like any other any other one where, um, you know, if it's a person and you're putting their name, it, it kind of leads you through it. Um, you know, just what's the name of the event, where the location is at, the time of it, um, if you have a registration link, things like that. Uh, it's, it's pretty straightforward, but it's just the fact that you go in and do it, um, putting like the work in to do it. Um, maybe you don't even have an event, like, well, a lot of people just don't even have an event that they can think of, but a lot of places that we've worked, especially like in law firms and stuff, they always have something going on where they're hosting, uh, whether it's for like a charity or, you know, who knows. Um, so there's tons of like opportunity uh, to take advantage of this. You, you don't even really need people to come to the event. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was kind of thinking the same thing. To like crawl it and know that you're in that location, you have this event. Um, so, you know, keep that in mind. I, and you know when we're talking about right now and this is like good because we're getting in the swing of things because honestly we haven't done a podcast in what like three weeks 
This is was this officially season two of SEO's Dead and Other Lies? <laughs> yeah, season two, we're back. Uh, I'm not going to say that we're rusty by any means, but you know we're getting back in the swing. It's been kind of the biggest gap we've had in a bit, and we're going to get right back into it. Don't even worry about it, guys. But uh, anyway, the way I kind of look at schema and, and what um, structured data and what's available out there that people aren't taking advantage of, the way I look at it is almost like how people – uh, sort of abuse like AdWords <laughs> where it's like you can go in and you're like okay cool I can do site links and I'm gonna add like a b and c and I'm gonna do location extensions I'm gonna do call extensions I'm gonna do all these things right and before you know it you have like a Google AdWords position that has like 50 things going on you're just dominating the top of AdWords you know what I mean yeah so like you can kind of just I'm not saying you're exploiting it or you're abusing it but it's all available you're so just you using just it fill it out capacity yeah. yeah so it's like you're just filling it out and you're just going to have more opportunities for very unique and and like eye-catching um visibility in serps um when you do like the re there's a review schema specifically that stands out you know when you start to do these events that stands out just it's every opportunity it 100 percent ties into the near me too and um i think that you'd be completely remiss not to look into this absolutely okay so let's talk a little bit about one of my favorites and that I've just recently started doing. Um, and it, I got to tell you, it's, it's worked pretty well. Uh, and that's discussing landmarks and streets or really giving like detailed directions. Uh, I'll even add in like putting an area served on your, you know, on your pages, on your landing pages, your local landing pages. That's what we did. Um, it's kind of, it was pretty manual process. So if you have a lot of locations, it can take a lot of work, but uh, I think it just gives you like a little more reach. But one thing I really liked is kind of writing out really specific directions uh, from like major, like major roads, like just start from like whatever major highway is closest to like your business location and like map out like the directions to like get there and post that. Yeah. And, and that's interesting. We've talked about this in the past and, and I, we agreed with it. And I think that was a little eye opening for us in the beginning where it's like, here are, um, actual directions here, relative directions. Naturally, when you're writing about relative directions, you're talking about a lot of things that are tied into a very specific geography, like streets and the highways and the landmarks. So we talked about that before, before a little bit, but specifically like this landmark and neighborhood angle is new to me. Yeah, I, I think just being, because you get to write out a lot of streets in the area uh, on the path from whatever that main road is to you. And like, also here's the reality of it of today, right? Like there was a time where you could rank throughout an entire city uh, for your Google, my business listing, right? Like you could, you could be in the rankings, like anywhere in Orlando, whatever, but Google's so much better at knowing where you are. You, you really are just looking at dominating street areas and not an entire city anymore. Unless there is no other, the only way you can do this is there's no competition in your city for like whatever you're trying to rank for, in which case, you know, good for you. Uh, I don't know if you need to even listen to this podcast. Uh, you'll probably just rank in the top spot anyways. But. <laughs> if you follow our directions, yeah, yeah. Congrats. Uh, our directions or, or advice. You don't yeah. even have to verify your listing. You're probably just good to go. Um, but, you know, in, in most places, you, you have to, to beat out competition and you have to beat out whatever local SEO agency is trying to, like, push people up to the top there. So really what you can expect is a radius around your business and kind of, like, street areas and neighborhoods to dominate. Uh, and that's just, that's just how it works now. Right. And so I think anytime you can expand the level of streets and like neighborhood areas that you can cover, um, 
you know, like write that stuff up and like put it on your site. Yeah. Did you say that you, you started doing this? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We started doing, uh, basically within like the major, um, subdivisions and neighborhoods and areas around our locations. We put that on each of our local landing pages. When, when are you, when are you going to know that it's officially making it like a big positive impact? I oh, guess. we did it months back and we've already seen a, a, a real positive, um, Whoa. growth. Your, your first, yeah, this, this is prime example of great advice. And this and actually, I stole it from uh, one of those, uh, like businesses that are franchises for, um, uh, oil changes, you know? Oh yeah. And I saw, I was like, that's a really good idea. Uh, no, so. Paul, Paul, you come up with this on, on your own. No, no, I took it from someone else, but I, I just did it a little better than them actually. Oh, okay. You're on SEO Island all the time. We don't even know what's going on. We just, we just imagine this is how it works. And then, it but I haven't written detailed directions, like what we're giving you advice to do here. Um, almost like think back to like when MapQuest was a thing and you could print out the map version or print out the, you know, like the, the text version of how to get there. Like, think about the text version. Like, that's what you want. I don't know, I still use MapQuest. Well, oh, I don't know, man. Do you have BlackBerry Quest. too? <laughs> no, I don't do that. I'm just joking. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I really like that, like, kind of the new iteration of taking directions to next level and including some those landmarks. I just, think about, <laughs> I just think about Orlando and I just think about Lake Yola being, like, the third step of every direction ever. It's like, yeah. and it's always a right or a left or up or down at Lake Yola. Hey, you take four lefts from Lake Eola. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're back at Lake Eola. Bang. Oh, my goodness. Watch out for the swan. It's about to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was our fourth. Uh, if anyone's keeping track of the countdown here. You know, that was our second. Number four. <laughs> it's, it's number four. It's no particular order. Just do uh, five things, whatever. Um, so our next one is actually optimizing photos. So, yeah. you know, if you know... A moderate level about SEO, you probably were about optimizing for your alt text on your images, but we're going to take this a little step farther than that. Ryan, why don't you walk us through it? Yeah, you wanted to put me on it because we definitely discussed prior to the podcast commencing that I didn't exactly know exactly the thing you had to do to the photo. No, I just wanted detailed instructions. <laughs> we're well, trying how to get this. How about this? How about this? I'm not going to be able to tell you like right off the bat verbatim how to do it this moment, but what you're going to be able to do is use your trusty buddy named Google and look up how to add geo coordinates to photos because that works. Um, that's I'll, one tell, of the things. I'll tell you how to do it. Well, what do we do? So you put it in this thing and then you right click and then there's 18 fields you didn't even know existed and you unhide them and then you do this and that. Yeah, that's a thing that you can do. Yeah. Or uh, you can use a GPS enabled camera. And then when you take pictures, I think uh, iPhone oh. GPS enabled, actually. I, I, I believe so, too. Yeah. Um, well, you know why? Because that's like the same reason when you take pictures and then you like upload it to Instagram, it's already like asking you. There's some instances where ask, it, it tries to pull in a suggested uh, place of where you were based off of your actual GPS location. But sometimes it pulls it in based off of the images you just featured. Yeah. And it's because of that reason. So what we're getting at, though, is uh, if, you, if you have a GPS-enabled camera, which most phone cameras today on a smartphone are, um, that's just the first step, right? What you want to do next is you want to find some place to upload this. Any, like, image share, like free image sharing site uh, will work. Flickr is, like, a perfectly good example. Um, there's tons of websites where, like, you can just post, like, free photography that's fair use to, like, whoever. 
Um, you know, but it's going to give you, you know, when you, when you actually upload that stuff, it's going to give you the ability to like write anchor text or even like link back to your site, stuff like that. Um, and th- those are all just opportunities to like build, build links to your site. Oh yeah. So you're saying that's kind of like a twofold or yeah. a reason to do it. And another thing you can do is, uh, you can make a folder in your like Google, um, you know, like your Google drive and then you can just like publicly share it. And then you got some kind of like citations working from, from your, uh, images that way too. Wow. Paul always two steps ahead, you know, I know it's like, I just can't do one, one task and get one result. I have to do one task and get three, four, eight results. I want all the results, the one through three results in the rankings. That's me. <laughs> so I will definitely confirm. This is something that we started doing for our clients in the past few months. And there's been a slight correlation with them being featured in three pack more often. Um, there's just something about this optimization of photos, taking the concept, optimizing photos, taking a step further. And then it just seems to kind of add to, I, I guess the whole, you know, geographic presence of you, yeah. you know, and you know, nothing, uh, I, I don't think anything that we're, we're going to tell you is going to be like the silver magic bullet here. Um, it's just, you got to do all of them, you know, like I, I would do all of them and then expect to do well. And I wouldn't just do one of these things and think that you're going to be at the top. You know, like, Agreed. I think that's one thing we're really good at saying too, is like anything we say, it's not one thing. It's always going to be multiple things, but they're all going to lead you to that point where you're going to. Yeah. With the exception things. of buying really good links. <laughs> well, that could actually just make a huge impact right away. <laughs> that's about the only thing uh, that's like, you know, like a, a magic bullet to like get you to the top of the rankings. Uh, you know, I like, I like the magic bullet. Every time you say that, it makes me think of like small cups of smoothies. That's weird. It's a weird thing, man. Isn't that what it is? All and right. silver is like the new kind. It's even nicer. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely worth looking at optimizing photos, seeing what's available nowadays. It's kind of like structured data. It's it's like a thing where people do it like a little bit. Um, that was really like the whole Huckabye conversation. It was like people how don't, no, realize people how don't do it. it is. Yeah. And people don't do it like optimizing photos. You know, people are just like really quick to do some like meta. They do title description, some onsite um, photos. They think that really the extent of that is an alt, alt tag or text and that's it. But no, photos are really going beyond um, for sure. And they probably have for some time too. Cause when you think about it, if there's a whole Google images, what are they going to just pull like the title of it and alt? There's has to be more to it. Yeah. All right. So good advice on that. Um, you know, make sure you're doing it, check it out. There's tons of resources out there for free image sharing websites. I'm not going to, we're not going to list them all. We were talking about. Well, you can't, you can't think of any off the top of your head anyway. No, I just flicker. That's it. <laughs> flicker. Uh, all right. So let's get into, in my opinion, which will probably make the, like have the biggest influence of anything that we're listing out here. Uh, and that is acquiring local backlinks, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a million ways to do it. Um, I'm going to just talk about some of like the low hanging fruit ones that anyone can do. Uh, so, you know, first one is the very first place that you start search, whatever thing is you're selling. If you're a lawyer, criminal lawyer near me, whatever, uh, and see what directories, uh, are showing up on the first page of the SERPs for that term, right? Do that and make sure that you are on that directory. Uh, that's the first way to get like a local backlink because Google is already telling you that it values that website for those terms. It told, it told you. Yeah. In, it's in, it's in, literally in, telling. It's, in its weird cryptic Google language. Yeah. Of rankings. 
you know? <laughs> so uh, that's where I would start for sure. Now, I think it's a pretty known fact, right, that there's a hierarchy of links here in the world. Usually the .edu's and the .gov's uh, sit atop that hierarchy because, frankly, they're kind of hard to get, right? And they're very trusted websites. Yeah. So my little strategy of getting some .edu ones, right, is if you own a business um, or whoever you work for owns their business, right, uh, they could be considered successful to some people, usually to the college that you went to. So, you know, you, you just reach out to whatever college that you're at and uh, you see if you can get uh, a link from an alumni page or who knows. There's, there's a million things like that on those sites and they're usually pretty easy to find. But they usually give you a backlink or they'll do a little story about you or they'll do a blog post or whatever. And that's a good way to get a solid .edu backlink that'll live there for a long time. Did, did you get your UCF backlink yet? Um, no, they've, they've disowned me. <laughs> did, did you get your tavares.hs.com? backlink yet <laughs> oh i got so many of those <laughs> so i mean one thing I'll, I'll say about of course.edu.gov i mean hyper important uh, you know the closer pro- you know proximity to where your business is i'd imagine it better um but they're not always like exactly proximate so you know what are some approaches for local businesses to maybe Ooh. like link to other local businesses well, like talking about perhaps maybe in hyper-local at this point. Hyper-local. So if you're a local business, you probably do business with another local business, right? Maybe it's a lawn company. Maybe it's the people that deliver your paper. There's a ton of different opportunities for you to like reach out to people that you partner with monetarily and see if they'll give you a backlink or something like that. Straight up. Um, I, we can do like a really quick refresher. Some things that made sense in the past. Um, you know, any events that are local, we've uh, talked a little bit extensively about 5Ks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which we would really talk about sponsoring. You can sponsor. get like 10, 20, 50 local links. I mean, imagine that. Those are super easy to get. Sponsor, sponsor something in your city. They almost always link back to your site from there. It's really, really easy to do. Um, you know, we, we totally recommend doing that. And then the piece, the resistance of .edu links is for like $500 a semester, you can offer a scholarship and you can get links on like any of the community colleges in your area, state colleges, big time universities. What you want to do is just make sure they're like in your city or at least close to your city, you know, something like that. If it's in your city, that, that's ideally what you want. Oh man, <laughs> breaking out the scholarships. There is an alternative <laughs> if you don't um, want to sensationalize and get that big gigantic check with the student's name on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're not about the giant check, actually, if you're not doing that, then forget that we said anything. Okay, you can't. No, you no. There is an alternative, and and the alternative that we've done a couple of times, which makes me feel a little bit better than doing this whole. You know what? You know how I feel about it. Is um doing like a uh, an essay contest is is cool too um it's a little bit more like low-key um, but it can still result in the same thing yeah and then also don't forget about maybe doing like a pr with your location information in the pr so your name address and phone number and link to your gmb profile that's what i always do <laughs> so so giddy about that um w- one thing that i always kind of thought was important as far as really local links from besides the fact that like the websites are saying that they're local like address wise you know this is obviously a business that's very close to this one and it's linking to it but it's also important consideration 
for the server itself, in my opinion. So people that are hosting their websites locally and link to another website that's also hosted locally, I think is, I don't want it to sound too like convoluted or complicated, but I think that's important. And that's kind of goes a little hand in hand with getting links from websites that are hosted overseas. Um, because I, if there's a reason that it's really far away, it could also come into play when it's really close by, if that makes sense. I think there could be some upside to doing it, but I also think that I, I, I see so many examples where like, you know, like especially like with franchises where everything's hosted at one place, you know? Yeah, no, like, that's true too. I mean, I'm just trying to, that's, that's just me, you know, trying to, yeah, trying to connect the dots here and there, not like in a conspiracy theory way, but just yeah. like, how do we get the edge way? Oh, uh, but also uh, this is, I have a couple of pretty cool ones too, um, that no one's doing, right? Ooh, except no for everyone listening no now. One is doing these, okay. Uh, um, so you know what geocaching is? Oh, sure. You know what you can do? You can put a geocache at your location and then tag it, and then you get a link from the geocache websites. <laughs> oh, really? But do people still walk in and like put like love letters and baseball cards in it? Uh, yeah. I mean, you got to put like a really small one, but you know, it's just the whole thing that like you can literally geotag the coordinates and like your location information and stuff, and like get a get a free link. That's pretty cool. I yeah. wish we could just sit around and think of other things right now. And then the last thing I want to mention, because uh, it's so easy, such low-hanging fruit, is like there's so many websites where you can list like your free Wi-Fi, uh, and then you actually get to list like the actual coordinates of your location. Um, and so that's a thing that you can just really easily do um, like multiple times. And they're usually pretty good like authoritative sites. Oh, um, one interesting thing that I thought was going to work, this is a, a big time experiment I did I think about a few years ago and being that didn't really work I don't really know why I mentioned it because it didn't work but I want to get people thinking maybe maybe don't do it (laughs) (laughs) well well how about I'm going to mention it and it's going to sound like a good idea and it doesn't sound like there'd be a reason for it to not work but it just doesn't but there are reasons why it may not have worked so um embedding the map like uh of your business on other websites as opposed to like a link itself is oh. something I haven't really seen work, but there may have been reasons why it didn't. Oh man, I I am just the opposite. Anytime I've I've ever done a map embed with the nap info, I, I've seen it increase in rankings. Okay, so let's talk about this for a little bit because that's important <laughs> to like discuss this if it's something working. I think that the reason I'll just preface real quick. I think the reason that it didn't work is because they were going up on websites and, and it was a nap. It was embedded and it, and it was like done properly. But I think that wherever it was being done, I can't recall right now. Um, it just simply was not being indexed at all. Well, that then that, there's your problem right there. Or I mean, I was, I'm guessing it wasn't, but I, there was a strong feeling of it not being indexed. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if that's the issue, then, uh, obviously it not being indexed is, you know, you're not going to get any juice from that. So, but, uh, anytime I've done this, uh, I've honestly seen big increases in my local rankings. What do you say? It's one of the bigger strategies that you have. I always suggest that you embed your map on your landing page for your, uh, for whatever you're using from, for your, on your website. Oh yeah, that's obvious. If people don't yeah. do that, they're stupid. No, I'm joking. But yeah, you, you definitely should. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if you get app embeds on other local sites to you, I I think it works insanely well. So, like I said, I think one of the reasons in retrospect was because uh, 
I purchased links or I purchased like these opportunities to embed on other websites and it didn't index. Let's just talk real quick about, to our listeners. I, I think that there, there may be a lot of listeners are like, well, I've built links and I've bought links and I've done all this, but what, like I have to take another step to index it. Like, how do I know if it's indexing? Am I wasting my time? And I don't think we've really talked about this before. So well, let's just talk real quick about ensuring that your links that are valuable are definitely being indexed. Well, the first thing that you want to do is you want to see if that URL is indexed in Google, right? Okay. So, so if you know the page that it's on, um, you know, you just do a site colon, whatever the domain is without the www. And then the URL, right, for that link and put that in Google and search it and it'll give you the results for that in the SERPs, right? So if it's not showing up in the SERPs, it's not being indexed. Sure. So, uh, alternatively, you should be able to put in quotations too, correct? Yeah, you, you should be able to do that. Um, yeah, so if it doesn't yeah. show up, it's a pretty good indication it's not indexed. Like, if it doesn't show up in the SERPs, it's, it's probably definitely not indexed. Um, so you know what you wanna do if that's the case, so it's either maybe there's a technical issue, maybe it's, uh, you know, it just depends on how you got this link, uh, how the how the website that it has it on is structured. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways to get something crawled. Generally, um, you know, if traffic's coming to it from other sources, um, you know, like think, think about it like, you know, Google then has to like jump from something to crawl it, right? So if it's not crawling it from that website that it's on, you got to get it to crawl it from something else. Uh, I like to link out to that article from from a blog post or something that I have, and then do a nice uh, in search console get that get that do an index request, and then it usually will crawl up pretty quickly. Yep, I like that one. Um, there's some services that all they do is simply uh, drip like indexing. Um, that's something you could just like look into. Yeah, you can use that. I mean, I. I don't know if anyone here is building a, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of links that aren't getting indexed. If, you know, if you're in the link building business, uh, more <laughs> people go ahead and use them. Some of them don't really work anymore. Um, some of them do. Uh, but, uh, you know, for like the small business owner, that's, that's not doing a whole bunch of spam link building out there. Uh, this is an easy and free way to do it. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, you know, if you, if you buy links for any reason whatsoever, or if you gotten, you've got, really great links in the past from doing the sponsorships or, or doing white hat. We don't call it white hat anymore. Right. But no, if, you've got, if you've got links and they haven't indexed and you're like, Oh crap, like that's lame. I spent a lot of time trying to get that link. Just shoot us a message and we'll go into it further. I don't want to get hung up on it. Um, so before we go into our last point, I think this is like a decent point to kind of reflect <laughs> for a moment because just ranking locally and coming up for local keywords is just so similar to this near me phenomenon. And, and I, I'm still you know, trying to extrapolate what the official um, like differentiation is, you know, like, cause you know, I'm kind of saying that you know, I ha half know, but I'm half like reflecting. It's like, what about these optimization techniques is just really different from just trying to rank local anyway. I mean, honestly, really, they're, they're just to the extreme, right? Um, so we're going to end it on some, kind of something that you can do that usually does kind of work. Um, kind of work. I love it. <laughs> usually does work. You know, like, it kind of works. I don't know. It works. Um, so, like, a part of this is just good housekeeping, right? And it's just staying on top and making sure, you know, we, we didn't really dive into, like, hey, make sure you're 
GMB is optimized. Oh, yeah. We, we, we made a very specific point not to be like, let's talk about reviews and filling out your profile. Because, like, with us, point, I think it's a given for you, right? So, and if it isn't, this is your first time listening. We've been talking about forever. So, yeah. Help um, yourself. Yeah, we, we didn't want to get into like optimize for mobile because you should already have done that. And there's a lot of other reasons than trying to rank for near me searches, near me searches that you would optimize for mobile, right? Um, probably lower on the list is um, ranking for these searches. <laughs> so, you know, the last thing I think is on-page optimizations. And so we're going to talk about this because we don't want you to get too keyword stuffy spammy, but I honestly think there's a pl- there's plenty of opportunities to like kind of add this stuff to your pages, whether it's in, whether it's in like the metadata, like your page titles, or if it's maybe like an H2 or just somewhere within like the text, (laughs) I I think there's like natural ways to add this information in there Uh and not really look super spammy. And I think there's like internal linking opportunities from other pages that you can do this that a lot of people aren't doing that at all. Like most of the pages I ever look at that rank for near me searches, they do not have any actual text on their pages that have that. And I think like, this is one of those things that if you did it, you could probably like beat these other guys up. I, I think uh, uh, this one, you can, you can take this one a little bit of the grain of salt. I think that we've straight up joked about in the past, but there's some truth in it. Um, and yeah, let's go into it. So it's pretty straightforward, right? Yeah, I mean, we're just saying, like, maybe an H2, maybe it's, like, I don't know, car repair near me instead of near you. <laughs> the way that I've put it in the past, and it kind of sounds, like, cheesy, but, like, why not try it is, like, you're, like, have you ever just, like, wondered, is there a great dog sitter near me? And, and like, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> like, I'm just like kinda... I know it sounds stupid, but you got to think that, the majority of the content on your web page, especially a local landing page, is, is probably not really read, just depending on like the type of niche that you're in, you know? Like, <laughs> there's so much content on pages that isn't read at all. That's really just glanced over to get you to like the point of sale or like the point of conversion or whatever you're trying to do anyways. And, and the person that's reading it doesn't care. Um, so, you know, a part of you has to kind of be like, I got to write for the search engines in a way, but also, you know, don't write like an asshole <laughs> i guess is what i, I want to say I, I mean like I'm, I'm thinking about right now and there's ways you can definitely do it that just that come off kind of naturally um you know here's an example that's much better than my first one is let's take orlando dentist for example because we love orlando we talk about it um even though i'm in seattle now but imagine you had like a classy h1 that was just like when you think orlando dentist near me think me the name of my dentist's office like it could be like almost like a tagline yeah i i think there's like opportunities and then you know from other pages of your site or like maybe you write a a blog post that's talking about something local and you use like that anchor text for like to find a great attorney near you uh, click here you know and like you you make that whole anchor text like the link and then you link to your page oh paul at least we've had them up to this point right yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's why i left this is just kind of like food for thought it's just thinking like you know uh, creative ways to do it i'm I'm saying like without looking like your keyword stuffing (laughs) so the first four are on point we're confident the fifth one just screw around with it and let us know if it works 
That's why they call it the art of SEO, Ryan. Okay. It's the art. It's, it's, the, fin- it's the finesse, and it takes panache, and it takes courage. It does. <laughs> Lots of courage. <laughs> Lots of keyboard, uh, keyboard warrior courage right there. Oh, uh, man. Um, so, yeah, I think that sums it up. I, I definitely – it's been a, f- a few weeks. I'd love to recap um, a couple things real briefly. Go ahead. If if we're done talking about that, you want to talk about anything else? Any other takeaways? Uh, no, I think we can. I, I, I don't even know what you're about to bring up, man. This is like our no, listeners. Like right crazy. Just, just a couple interesting takeaways. Um, I thought it was interesting France that Bing doesn't exist. Um, and then Google <laughs> Google usage there is over ninety percent. Mobile usage is over ninety percent too. Man, so it Bing doesn't exist in France. I've yeah, never like, been else I, when, in France before until right now. <laughs> well, like. When I say doesn't exist, like just it doesn't matter. I'm sure it's there. No one uses it. Um, people like they. I didn't realize that. I guess is what I'm saying. I thought it was it was very interesting that like it's Google, Google, Google. Don't talk about anything else. That's it. Um, so that's what's up, and that's probably the case in a lot of places. How do they uh, pronounce Google in France? Oui, oui. <laughs> oui, oui. I knew it. Uh, They're pretty cool. They they asked me um. Oh, you want to hear some of the questions they asked me? They're good. Yes. Very good questions. I was like, well, you're getting into, we're going to have a podcast about this. Soon. Yeah. So the, the questions I received when I was on stage trying to get through an hour long presentation, just me, what uh, the questions were, if I have a pop-up, does that affect my rankings? Um, be, which has always been a good question. And I said, it depends on how the pop-up is uh, programmed and also what, how, you know, you've, been able to see where the crawler approaches the the pop-up and stops or if it just crawls the page as normal and then the person gets stopped by a pop-up you know more or less that kind of answer yeah um you're like oh that was your answer (laughs) i i actually have a real life um issue that 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 happened literally today that we had to deal with oh let's just talk about it real quick yeah um so uh i don't want to give too many details about like where i wherever I currently work, whenever I do the podcast. I'll tell them when you're done. So, uh, but what we had was, you know, I was noticing over a six month period that our mobile rankings were decreasing for certain pages, but our desktop rankings were increasing, right? Um, But our conversions and stuff were staying flat. And then I looked at these pages in Google Analytics and mobile and the bounce rates were like twice what they were six months ago, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, well, whenever your mobile rankings go down and your desktop is going up, that's got to be some sort of like user problem, right? Uh, so it's either like, hey, you have really, really low um, load times in mobile or there's some really bad experience or something like that. And so they had changed the way uh, people basically interacted and they, they made appointments and they had, they had this pop-up come up. Uh, right as you clicked on a page. So we had all these pages that were ranking, they rank really well um, organically for like certain terms. And then when, when you're on mobile, you click on it, this pop-up prompts you to tell you your location and you can't see anything on it until you put in your location. Oh, bummer, dude. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I had two theories. One was that um, Google wasn't able to get past the pop-up and it wasn't able to crawl the page with mobile first indexing. And so the rankings are being hurt by that. Um, just because it was like getting like the, the um, mobile spiders were getting stuck right there. And then also at the same time, the user statistics were way, way worse. So it was dropping the rankings for that as, as well. 
That literally happened to me today. Wow. So timely. So important. I know, right? Breaking news. <laughs> um, so those are the things that they, they were talking about. Um, I thought that was interesting, especially since they're, you know, publishers that rely on pop-ups to do great call to actions to encourage free trials. So they're like, uh, you know, the marketing team is trying to, you know, really convince the development team, like we have to have pop-ups. I need that. We need to increase conversions and the development team slash like SEO or tech, you know, IT, whatever the hell you want to call it, or just like, we don't want to do it because Google doesn't like it. So that was pretty interesting. Um, got question um, about Google trends. Um, they said um, a lot of people really liked Google trends over there because you can definitely use it in France or France. And uh, they, they said that, they like it a lot, but they just are really confused that it's kind of like relative to zero to a hundred. And it's just like, it, it's hard for them. Not, I don't want to generalize French people, of course, but like the person in particular that asked couldn't get their head around like how much it was trending because at the end of the day, it's like a zero through 100 and it doesn't like quantify exactly how many people it is. Yeah. Um, so that was like kind of tough for them, but wow, I, I kind of talked them through that. Um, got a question about, Oh, because they get so many different uh, sources of traffic. Like, you know, most businesses are used to uh, direct, referral, organic, paid, social, maybe like a newsletter and like maybe a couple, like a couple other things. But for them, it could be like, who even knows, right? So they have a lot of difficulty with um, trafficking bundled together and it's hard for them to split it out. So like they might be running a bunch of campaigns and doing a bunch of things. And then four different sources get pushed together into direct. And they're like, I don't know what the hell to do. So that was pretty interesting because, you know, these people get tens of thousands of visitors a day. Yeah. You know, they, they're, it's news. So that was interesting. And then the question I absolutely uh, <laughs> evaded completely um, in front of everyone, because it would have been a lot of stammering because my background on it is uh, AMP. They're very interested in AMP. Interesting. And that's accelerated mobile something pages probably. <laughs> so um, I just frankly don't know enough on that, but I should research it. Yeah, AMP can be really big. Yeah, AMP, we should, um, let's do a little bit of research on AMP. I think that'll be interesting. Um, the only reason I don't have a lot of um, background in that in particular is because we've failed to implement it correctly twice <laughs> for Mark and My Market. And I'm like, F this for now until we figure it out. Yeah, it's it's a pretty big deal right now, actually. Um, it's I a mean, big, it's a couple a big deal. Yeah, it's, it is a big deal, and I completely get it. Um, but the, the issue is you can do it absolutely incorrectly. Yeah. Very easy. You heard it here first. Uh, uh, come back next week, guys, and listen to our episode on AMP. <laughs> yeah. AMP, so AMP, 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 pages. AMP. I'm Mountain Dew Amped for that one. Amped on AMP. All right. And then our last thing is we had a, a dude from Denmark that sent us a message on Facebook. And I'd like to answer real quick. Okay. All right. So you want to read the whole thing? Sure. All right. Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, message him back and say, hey, listen to the most recent podcast. I'm going to answer your question here because that's how we want to do things. So hi, Paul and Ryan. Just discovered your podcast the other day. It turns out it's pretty much the one podcast I've been looking for. I'm not going to plug the rest, but he basically says we're awesome. Okay. I have a question. And would like also a free, the free link. Oh, I mentioned that, so I have to give him a free link. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, kind of, a, kind of a background. So, um, we're 
my business partner and I just uh, cl closed a deal the other day in a huge company, departments all over the country. Basically, we're building websites for that niche and we're trying to rank for the 50 biggest cities in the country. 50 biggest cities in Denmark. Okay. I don't even know there's 50 cities in Denmark. I'm joking, but I can't imagine there's... All right. Anyway. Cities. <laughs> How would you guys approach such a task? Would you just build the site separately and then maybe um, a link circle from the site to site? So kind of like a link wheel? No. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I absolutely disagree with link wheels. So, okay, let's just say that out of the question. Link wheels are not a good idea. All right, next oh, one. Yeah. Or would it be better, uh, more beneficial to create one website and make individual subpages for each city? That's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's <cool. laughs> yep. Yeah, I think – I mean, based off all our podcasts, we, we're huge, huge proponents of one highly authoritative website with subpages that are geographic. We're, we are all about that. Um, the microsite strategies are kind of out the window. Um, plus, who wants to build 50 websites? Yeah, I think, like, you don't want to have to worry about driving authority to, like, one, like, to all those websites, to 50 websites, right? It's, it's, not, it's, so, it's maddening. Have, think yeah, about have one authority website and then you know, if you want to be link building stuff to each of the individual landing pages, because also like some of the cities that you're in, they, like the co level of competition might not be like that great anyways, you know, you might not have to build a bunch of links to it, but you're going to get like all of the benefit of like the domain authority of like your main site. Right. So yeah, build out one legit website and then make sure that you've structured like the, your directory structure for all those landing pages is really, really good. Um, I don't know if you guys have states or whatever it is over there, I don't know, I don't know how it works, but you know, in America, they, they have parishes like Louisiana. Parishes, yeah. In America, we have like states and then cities. And then <laughs> You're in America, <laughs> <laughs> but it works the same way, right? Like I, I guess yeah. the best way to look up a, a directory structure over there, just go to an actual directory and see like how they have things listed out for businesses in that area and just kind of copy that in a way, you know? Um, but you, you're kind of like getting larger to smaller to smaller is, is yeah, yeah. advice I could give to you because like that in and of itself right you're telling it's like telling Google exactly where that location is um, I think it does an even better job than just having like a microsite for there oh yeah absolutely I mean 50 is daunting I mean can you imagine like all the URLs it's like blah 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 this city blah 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 this city it's like that'd be insane um, so the URL structure will be simple dot com or whatever dot whatever uh, forward slash locations or forward slash cities we serve or forward slash whatever you would call it in uh, Danish and then each individual city. Um, yeah. That's the way it works. You build authority to the you know main domain. It'll definitely flow down into the sub pages and you'll be good. Yeah, that's that's our advice. I, I absolutely would do that. But uh, super cool that uh, we got the Facebook message from Denmark. That's it's freaking awesome appreciate and, it and a free link <laughs> uh yeah I'll, I'll send the link just tell me where you want just respond to this up to listen to podcasts i'll send it somewhere i'll send it to your client how about that yeah we'll start building that authority that's for that website client. you're building but great question though um yeah, yeah it was a good question. i love to answer them yeah yeah we love the geo uh strategy stuff yeah okay um good to be back paul uh, good to be back, Ryan. It was nice chatting with you. <laughs> I'm going to go to um, Chili's now. Well, hey, man, you have a good time. But, hey, why don't we do a good job in this podcast first <laughs> before you go? You want to edit this podcast? 
No, what I want to say is, hey, thanks for all our listeners listeners out there. You know, we really appreciate you guys. And be sure to like, share, subscribe um, if you like what you hear. And then, you know, hit us up um, online or uh, on email. You know, we're on Facebook. You can go to our YouTube channel. You can leave us comments. Or you can email us at seosdeadandotherlies at gmail.com. And, you know, we love to hear your questions. And we love to uh, respond to them. And, hey, maybe we'll have you on if uh, if you're interesting enough, you know. <laughs> well, that's why we were saying that. We, we – uh had two guests on a previous, you know, not even that long ago. And both of those podcasts, I think were not only fun, but extremely informative. So we're and all guests. They were very interesting. Very, very interesting. So that could be you. And you and you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Au revoir. Bye.